Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. I'm very happy to be here doing my thing and talking to the people as usual. And I have a pretty stacked show for you today. I have a lot of subjects. I'm going to play some music. And overall, I'm just kind of playing catch up. You know, I've been keeping it busy. I've been working on bars before bed. I got a video essay in the works. And I recently dropped a couple of podcasts, one about Takashi 69 and another one specifically about underrated rappers. And, you know, this in this process too, this quarantine process, I think taking these past two weeks to really just take time for myself and really figure some things out and just ex- explore concepts more so and really just visualize. I think doing that has a has given me a lot more insight versus just always running my machine and always running it running it and redlining and, th- and that's something I've always done but taking the step back now and really getting a full grasp on how I should do things how I should operate when to take a break when to chill when not I just feel like now I'm really refreshed and I, I can come back way stronger and I'm at 202 podcasts my thing is I don't I don't want to look back I just try to keep keep pushing forward, keep putting out as much as I can, keep growing. And just the the thing is with this podcast, I never wanted it or I never meant for it to, you know, be anything crazy. You know, I just wanted it to be simple. Me talking, maybe playing some shit I like and just giving my opinion. I'm nobody special. I'm just here to tell you my view, my opinion, and hopefully you get a kick out of it. Hopefully you can fuck with it or you can relate to it. Or just get an idea of where I'm coming from. And if you can even just get an idea in the ballpark of where I'm coming from, then that's good enough for me. But I have quite a stat card as far as subjects, you know. Recently was my birthday. My birthday was April 7th. Today is the 10th, and you're probably listening to this on the 11th. So, yeah, a couple of days ago was my birthday, and it was very chill. You know, I, I, I mostly, I, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto Five. When uh, in my downtime, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto Five because me and my girlfriend we recently got an Xbox One. We've had this apartment for around a year, and we've had this TV, but I haven't been using cable. I haven't been watching cable at all, and just hasn't been my thing lately. So I've just been staying out of it, not watching TV or whatever. So I, I don't watch TV, but now that I have this, <clears throat> I am happy to have Netflix, and I am happy to have a uh, Grand Theft Auto Five because GTA Five it really is a masterpiece. And it, it it is a masterpiece. I was talking to one of my friends about it. And to think this video game has so much replay value. And it came out how many years ago? Like six, seven years ago? Like that's pretty rare. Like how do you find a game that has that much replay value with that? I don't know. The graphics still hold up. It's still fun. And it is. I don't know. I like Michael. I think Michael, his storyline is really interesting. Because you, you just kind of see this shattered, broken, almost like Charlie Sheen kind of character. But Franklin's funny, Lamar is funny, and just going through and playing that game, it's kind of, it's been bringing me back a little bit, and, you know, I've also been taking time to read, I haven't just been a fucking glutton, you know, I got the art of war right here, I got it, I'm looking at it right now, I like to read that, I've been recording music, I actually have some music dropping, uh, Freestyle Over the Box by Roddy Rich. Um, I just wanted to get a little bit of something out because I'm going to be dropping a string of stuff, a string of songs in the summer for a playlist, but... I just want to keep surprising you. By the way, expect some videos to be dropping within the next few weeks. Just just letting you guys know music videos are dropping. But back to what I was saying, you know, just being having this downtime, 
being in quarantine or whatever. By the way, I've still been getting out. And, and when all this first happened, I wasn't as stressed. You know, I, I was still working my regular job and I still have my side business as a landscaper. So in that time, I, uh, I just, you know, focused more so on just maintaining my work ethic and just focusing on that. But, you know, as things, as things keep going, I'm not going to tell you where my, where my, where I work, but we, we work in close proximity. So I began to get a little worried and then I decided, listen, I'm going to take these weeks. I can also rely on my landscaping business to supplement some income. And then I can just, you know, get things tip top magoo when I can. And, you know, just taking this time just to balance things out, to balance some things out, it really does give a perspective on what we're capable of and how we can, you know, pursue things and why we should just put more into what we do and what we love. And I do feel good, you know, just doing more of what I love, what I like to do, doing this podcast, getting out longer podcasts where I get to talk more, more content and this downtime, just getting time to spend to spend with my family, my girlfriend, you know, I, the downside is I do miss jujitsu. Like I, I love spending time with my family, but I do miss uh, my jujitsu and training and getting my ass kicked and choked and shit. And, you know, it, it's really, that, that does suck, you know, but, um, I'm trying my best to keep my skill set there. So when I get back, I'm not so rusty, but Lord knows I'm not, I'm not going to be as good as what I was, you know, maybe a few weeks ago, but all you can do is really just go over your shit, try to stay sharp, try to stay active because it's kind of like riding a bike. And if you do jujitsu, you can probably relate to this. I mean, it's, it's definitely a fucking endless chess match. And I mean, I'm excited to get back. I'm really missing getting mat time because I felt like for a minute I was starting to break a lot of plateaus mentally. Um, because I, I know like if you train jujitsu, I think one of those things, like it, one of the things is for me, I'm competitive, but at the same time, I can be very doubtful under pressure and I can doubt myself really heavily in, in this realm of jujitsu and physicality, even though I'm very competitive, it's like sometimes, sometimes that pressure can get to me and, you know, learning to control my breathing more, relaxing, going back to that and not being so, I, I know, sidetracked by the, the fad type stuff. It's really helped keep my, um, my game a lot tighter and it's helped, helped me develop and break a huge plateau and it's it's helped me with um not going backwards so much when I try to work my game you know and if you do jujitsu you know what I'm talking about and if you don't it's it's imagine imagine wrestling but you can go to your back and you can shoot for triangles and stuff like that and you you can wear a kimono you can go nogi um you can do like submission wrestling it's really interesting or if you don't know you, you know if you watch UFC it's UFC without striking um there you go so I do miss that a lot, but the time with my, my family has been great, you know, spending time with my grandparents, my, uh, my girlfriend, uh, my, my family in general, you know, I, I've had to keep more so some distance from the grandparents because they're more susceptible to the coronavirus. And you no, know, even then I do, I do my best to try to get some time with them. And, uh, me and my girlfriend, we did watch an interesting movie on Netflix. I can't remember the title of it, but it was a really weird movie. You could, you should Google it, Google a piece of the synopsis, but it's about this shapeshifter and it, what it does is it touches, it can touch someone and it takes their life force energy, kills them and it takes their form and it has to do that to, to stay alive. And I was very skeptical at first. I thought, okay, where is this movie going to go? Is this going to be scary? And I really didn't know. I really didn't know. So I took a shot. I went for it. And it was a really good movie. It really surprised me and it was really interesting. I was really surprised because it's not a really 
a horror film. It is a horror film in a sense, but it's much more subtle. There aren't jump scares. It's more of a thriller and it, it's a slow burn, but it does move in a fast enough pace where it doesn't feel stagnant. So I definitely recommend that you go check that out. It's a pretty solid movie. And that, I mean, I've been trying to stretch, you know, stay fit. I'm trying to bulk up actually. And I uh, sit at usually between 155 pounds to you know maybe like 150 like 152 so I'm trying to come up to like 165 170 tops you know put some weight on get some muscle you know just to be a little stockier um so I've been focusing on my goals you know my fitness goals music goals financial goals reading about the stock market just taking time to really delve into to shit I feel like I've been behind on I'm updating my YouTube my SoundCloud this week I'm getting a lot of shit done and that's the really cool thing about having this time and I'm I'm returning back to my regular job next week so it, it, pretty sure things are going to be somewhat normal around this time but you know you never know and in the coronavirus it's brought up a lot of theories and stuff and I've seen a lot of interesting videos about it and I'm not going to claim to be a scientist but I don't know, like with this coronavirus, it just, I, I feel like there is a lot of sensationalism from the media. I do think that there is a lot of sensationalism from the media, but I, I just want people to keep an, a good level head in this situation. And cause dude, I still can't fucking go to the store and buy toilet paper and it's driving me wild, but you have to do what you have to do. I've been wiping my ass with napkins. It's <laughs> for real. I've been having to wipe my ass with napkins. It happens sometimes, but fuck man. It's like it's taking it's taking me back to like fucking high school. You know what I mean? Like, you know, where your family didn't get the toilet paper and you have to use a napkin or some shit. And I don't like using napkins, but it's what you have to do now because people are fucking getting greedy, stashing toilet paper, but there's a whole aisle of canned food. Anyway. God damn. No, th- you know, this quarantine stuff too. I think you got to do shit and stay busy so you don't get bored. I think it's so easy to fucking get bored in this game, you know? I mean, what? I mean, you can't just sit around your house. And I've been guilty. I did have some lazy moments, chilling out, kicking it. But, um, I, <laughs> you, you know, what you really have to do is just, um, take time for you, but also you have to get active. So I've been doing my due, do my due diligence, doing my push-ups, you know, I'm doing my running, eating good, protein shakes and such first week I did have a fair amount of ice cream I really like ice cream um ice cream I think is pretty can never never be overrated in my life I love it fuck rocky roads my shit and um, I have a lot of subjects I want to get into but you know what uh first off I think I should just so recently ASAP mob affiliate and model Chenna Rogers died of an overdose I'm going to read an article in a moment that's going to elaborate a little bit more on it but I just want to say rest in peace. And this is just another thing where um, it, it's, a, it's a fucking sad thing that I hate having to always revisit. But when I talked about Big Pharma killing hip hop in that one video not too long ago, I think this is this is a piece of what I was trying to say was um, when we let certain things infiltrate the culture of hip hop too much, they can become a mainstay because it has a lot of power. But um, China Rogers, China Rogers, um, China, sorry, China Rogers. I uh, I really wish the best to her family. I send I send my regards, and I just want to say rest in peace. God bless her soul. Um, this is definitely a tragedy. You know, she was a young girl. She was beautiful, and for someone to pass like that is terrible. And I don't wish any of that upon anybody. So, rest in peace. I'm just gonna read this article. This is from page six, and this is written by Francesca Bacardi. 
Rapper China Rogers, who passed away earlier this week at 25 years old, died of an accidental drug overdose. Page Six has learned a rep for the Philadelphia Department of Public Health confirmed Rogers caused a death early Friday. As Page Six previously reported, the selfie singer was found dead at her Philadelphia home on Wednesday. China was deeply loved and will be sorely missed, her family said in a statement. Rogers has been open about her struggles with opiate addiction in past interviews and on her 2016 mixtape 90. 90. I felt crazy. I didn't want to be a statistic. I didn't want to go out that way and people be like, I told you so, or glamorize it because I don't feel like that. She told Vibe in 2018, years after getting clean, it was nerve wracking to be open. But when you see how many more people, when you see how many more people who are dealing with the same thing, it's good to have some kind of example of someone you didn't expect to be going through it. But yeah, this this is definitely a tragedy, you know, from all angles because this was a young woman and this is just again, she's already documented this struggle and from from experience, I know that drug drug addiction is very serious and it's it's not an easy thing to deal with and I my heart goes out to everyone. I just think that's fucking awful. And in other news, Slim Thug has donated a lot of hand sanitizer to police in Houston. So good for him. Much love to Slim Thug looking out for his community. And it is pretty interesting. Fucking hand sanitizer. Really? Like people, I've never been in a time where people have tripped out about hand sanitizer any, like so much. People have really been tripping about this hand sanitizer stuff. I'm thinking just wash your hands. You don't need to use hand sanitizer every time you touch something, guys. It's fucking weird. But I get there's this coronavirus scare. And speaking of that, Fred the Godson recently came down with coronavirus and Fred the Godson I I know I saw this this might have been some clickbait but it was about a doctor saying that he might not live but I'm I'm not sure about this like there is so much it's hard to decipher what the fuck is real and what isn't but I don't really trust a lot of the 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 mainstream media but Complex is fairly good but even then they got some bullshit Hip Hop DX is pretty good Fred the Godson's condition. Okay. Yeah, so so you see they jumped to a bunch of conclusions, but I see an article from Complex saying Fred the Godson's condition improving following coronavirus diagnosis. Earlier this week, Bronx rapper Fred the Godson revealed that he that he had contracted coronavirus. Now his wife has a shared status on the rapper's condition. Leanne Jamat told Bronx News 12 on Wednesday that a doctor said her husband isn't faring well. It was just like, he's gone and he's going to die, that's it. She said, I don't even know how I felt. I just felt like I was going to die. However, she later said that as of Wednesday afternoon, Fred was showing positive progress. Now, instead of the ventilator supporting him 100%, it's supporting him 70%, she explained. Fred first divulged his diagnosis on Monday via Twitter, writing, I'm here with this COVID-19 shit. Please keep me keep me in y'all prayers. God is great. Alongside a photo of him using a ventilator. Just days before on April 1st, he had posted a picture of himself wearing a protective face mask. Good morning, y'all. Through it all, we are we are still blessed. Hope I hope I all hope I all have a blessed. Wait, what? Good morning, y'all. Through it all, we are still blessed. Hope I all Y'all have a blessed day. I think that's what he's trying to say, but it was a typo. New York has become a hotspot for COVID-19. On Wednesday, the state saw a record number of single-day deaths due to the virus. Hmm. 
it's hard to know what is exactly true regarding some of that, but yeah, my heart goes out to Fred, the godson and his family. I wish him a speedy recovery and you know, it's no joke. You know, people should really look out for their health and be vigilant. And I'm about to get into another track. And this is from someone very dope that I think you should know about. He recently did a track with Redman and his name is Cal Scrooby, Cal Scrubby actually. And there's a really cool interview um, you have to go and check out on a podcast called Black With No Cream. It's really interesting, but shout out to Calvin, to Cal Scrubby. And this track is called Not That Deep. And yeah, let's get into it. Take everything way too serious. Nothing matters. I got the recipe, cook it up. Here comes the cure, straight to the vein like a vaccination I'm lacking patience, I'm more like Morpheus, hack the matrix Red pill for a minute activation This might hurt just a little bit, just a little pinch That's all, making sure you're not dreaming You got a lot of nerve saying it's what I deserve Why you acting like you don't got demons I inhale so I don't stop breathing Try and stay afloat where the boat stop leaking My shit like when the liquor's all freeing Yo shit like when the chicken not see you not hot, boy, I know you bot bots Chop, chop, make it to that top spot Just to post a pic in a rented drop top While I smoke a double dutch and I sip a hopscotch Oof, that's neat My life's been a mess since last week Sometimes my heart too heavy And I think I'ma sink when it's just not that deep No, it's not that deep If it's not six feet, it's not that deep if it's not six feet, it's not that deep You're lucky as fuck, it's all random Young John Hamm, madman, show handsome Coulda did the bad boy act, throw tantrums Little kids nap, big bag, no ransom What a coincidence, what are the chances? You too insignificant, you won't understand this I tap it down the rabbit hole and went on this tangent Radical thoughts to end in mental expansion Big bang boom, make room for the young man I'm Duke Nukem with bazookas in a gun band Smoking like a hookah when it's done I pass like Nash with the suns or Luca on the run I'm Mark Cuban, part shark, part human Tried hard but could not harpoon him ARs drawn like cops cartooning What you gonna do when they all sharpshooting? Fuck it, start looting Protest like smart students Stop talking and start doing Put your heart into it, y'all not that deep If it's not six feet, it's not that deep if it's not six feet, it's not that deep Yeah, recently Little Nas X had his birthday I believe it was yesterday very close to mine. So I just want to say happy birthday to Lil Nas. Much love to him. And I wish him nothing but success, you know. Shout out to another Aries. One Aries from another. Out here getting it. And, oh, another thing I got to watch on uh, on Netflix was Tiger King. Tiger King. Tiger King, um, by the way, most interesting fucking thing. I've, yeah, just the most interesting thing I've seen in a minute. So if you don't know about Tiger King, it's about this guy in Oklahoma who has a more of a, like a zoo, a GW zoo, uh, he calls it, like a wildlife re- refuge, but it isn't that, he, he's uh, he's breeding these big cats, and he, he 
he's crazy. You know, he, he does country music videos. He gets into a beef with other big cat owners. And it, it's a wild documentary. And I recommend you go check it out. It's very, very entertaining. And if you haven't seen it, you're probably not understanding the memes circulating around the internet about Carol Baskin. But shout out to Florida people and uh, Oklahoma people and all those crazy motherfuckers who want to own big cats because that that is a wild thing you know owning fucking big cats jesus like the thought of being close to one makes me want to shit myself like but tiger king is definitely an interesting watch if you don't have anything going on right now and i'm assuming you don't and it's really like the character of this guy this guy he's a meth head and he has two gay husbands, but they're kind of not gay. It, it's a really strange show, but it, it's a great character study if you have the time. I'm not going to tell you too much because I don't want to give it away, but you should go check it out. And recently we had the anniversary of Nipsey Hussle's passing. I know I'm, I know I'm past it a little bit, but I just want to take some time to commemorate him and just say, you know, God bless his soul. And this feels like like I'm, I'm commenting on a lot of people who, who we have lost, you know, China being one of them. Now Nipsey Hussle. Um, I, I, when I reflect on the loss of Nipsey Hussle, I think one thing that really does get to me is just the, the fact he was having such a positive effect on his community and on his family and in his own life. And him dying and... and um, being put through that, being murdered, I think that just really put a stamp on him that he is a legend. And it's sad that he had to be immortalized through that, but I think him being killed just shows that, you know, he was he was so great that, like, envy, like, there was someone with such an envy and such a hatred for him that he was trying to be great, that he was trying to do something special that hasn't been done. And that's what really gets to me. You know, when people show their envy and show their true colors and they express it in a violent manner. And that's what happened to Nipsey Hussle because what was he doing wrong? Like, what was he doing wrong? Did he wrong anybody? Maybe I'm not sure because I wasn't in the personal circle of anybody. But I don't think Nipsey Hussle did anything to deserve what happened to him. I don't think there's anything that he could have done to deserve that, especially with, you know, as much outreach as he has provided as savvy as he is, I think that his death is just a tragedy. This is going to be that, you know, rest in peace, you know, immortalization, legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? He had a family and I just want to leave it at that, you know, rest in peace. I pay my respects, you know, and I also want to take a little bit of time too to talk about Post Malone's health because no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front. I kind of worry about Post Malone because I recently saw a video of him on stage and he looked really out of it. He looked really fucking out of it. And um, I, I do think that being in that lifestyle when you're constantly touring, you're, you're constantly in this mode where you have to go and get it and be successful, all of that, you it bears you down a bit. I, I think that's what's happening to, to a lot of people. And with Post Malone, I don't want him to share the same fate as China. I don't want him to overdose. I don't want, I, I don't want anybody to overdose. So everything happening in conjunction, all this terrible shit, it really puts in perspective, you know, like mental health, outlining that, looking out for our mental health, taking the time we need to take when we need it just to improve and be. And what, what more can you ask for out of life? I don't think you could really get anything better. You know, just taking the simplicity you can get and really appreciating that is much more special than any complicated bullshit that you can ever get. And 
don't know. Just when I think about that, I, I don't want anyone to die. I just, I, I want everyone to do well and get their, get their bag and live. So post Malone. Yeah. Just please. Like, you know, I, we, you got, you guys got to see the cry for help. Um, much love to post Malone. Wish him the best. And Drake, J. Cole on the weekend, they uh, FaceTimed with the cancer patient before he died. I'm going to pull up that article right now. And uh, no, it's a very heartwarming story. I'm going to break that down. I think the, I'm trying to remember the name of the kid. I think it was Elijah. Let me pull up this article. This is by High, High uh, Society. High Snobiety. I don't know. Drake The Weeknd and J. Cole FaceTimed an 11-year-old fan before he died. Last week, The Weeknd, Drake, and J. Cole all FaceTimed an 11-year-old fan, Elijah Patrick Williams, before he died of cancer. Billboard reports the boy's cousin, Michael Watson II, confirmed the news via Instagram on Sunday. Over the past three years, my 11-year-old cousin, Elijah, has been battling cancer with the utmost resilience, Watson wrote. Elijah's physical fight is now complete as he transitioned to heaven on Friday. He didn't leave this world without knowing how much he was loved, though. He continued last weekend. Elijah got to meet three of his favorite artists, The Weeknd, J. Cole, and Drake. Incredibly grateful for these three superhuman humans being so caring for my family during this time. So we'll hold on to these moments forever. Williams can be can be seen taking calls from J. Cole on The Weeknd in the first video below and scroll through the gallery in the second post to see a snap of him talking to Drake. All right, so I mean, I think that's very caring and sweet that they did that, and that's that's really dope. You know, um, it kind of that's that's sad, man. Like, there's so much heavy fucking shit in this podcast. I know I, I'm about to talk about Jordan Lucas's album and uh, a lot of music, but drop by the way. So, Little Baby's album, check it out. Woody Smalls, Woody Smalls, someone you definitely have to check out. Check out Woody Smalls. Um, Childish Gambino, his album was weird and it's going to have to grow on me. I'm not going to front. I, it was kind of hard to listen to at points, but it, it has to grow on me. It really does. Little Uzi shit. I'm feeling Little Uzi's new music. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling uh, the, a lot of the shit off the, what is it, Eternal The Take Project and some of the stuff off his second project. I haven't listened to it fully because it's a lot of fucking music. Uh, Jordan Lucas's album. I kind of feel a little weird about Joyner's album because he released so many of the singles before he dropped the album that it's you hear you heard most of it but at the same time listening to it it's still a well put together album I do think it's worth your money it's a great listen and shout out to Joyner Lucas shout out to to him uh, getting to meet Will Smith I think that's very cool much love to him um, yeah, so definitely go peep it. J Electronica's new album is definitely dope. It's a really good listen. I recommend you go check that out too. Um, yeah, man, like there's so much music out here and it's like, I don't, I don't listen. I'm not, I don't review shit. I'm not going to do a breakdown of these albums. Go and listen to them. Go and listen to them. This, these are just my takes, but yeah, Joyner's album is definitely a good listen. I would definitely put some money on that. Oh, damn, my voice. Uh, and Jay Electronica had a great project. Jay-Z has a dope feature. And it's Jay Electronica being Jay Electricity, baptized in Velicity, where he's been the past 10 years is just a mystery. So let him do his thing, take a listen. And you're, <clears throat> I think you're, you're going to hear why he's one of the greatest lyricists. So shout out to Jay Electronica. And um, yeah, guys, I just want to say thank you for listening. And through all this pandemonium with the coronavirus and such but um 
it just means a lot. You guys are listening. I'm, I'm getting a lot together, trying new things, getting a new equipment set up. And this, this has slowed me up a little bit, unfortunately, but not so much where I know I can't get everything in order. And yeah, like I said, I couldn't do it without you guys supporting and without the, without just the, the sheer, the sheer love you know, the love of this shit, loving this podcast and creating this content, talking about hip hop. It just means so much to me. I'm forever grateful.